Monday. This is Autumn Hart, and I'm hosting this week on the She Sources podcast. Stick around because we're going to be getting into new week, new views. Have you seen the new gaslighting test TikTok trend? I'm confused by it, but it's very wholesome, so I don't mind the confusion. If you haven't seen it, it's basically where somebody holds out their hand, there's nothing in it. And to a loved one, like a partner or a parent, maybe a grandparent, they claim there's a flea or a frog in my hand and it's jumping like three times. And then they're like, did you actually see a flea or a frog there? And the other person's response is kind of the vibe check there, essentially. And I have been so baffled by it because it's bringing me such wholesome content and yet I don't fully understand what is happening why it's happening but I woke up this morning to Martin Scorsese's granddaughter testing it on Martin Scorsese you know the 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 Hollywood director Martin Scorsese (laughs) showing up on my TikTok early in the morning I was pleasantly surprised and if you're at all concerned don't worry Martin Marty boy Pass the vibe check, so if you're a fan of his work, do not fret, you're all set. This week on New Week New Views, I am discussing something I have felt very passionate about for a very long time now. So this is very rewarding to me to finally see this be a discussion that's being had. Do I wish it had happened sooner? Yeah, of course. But, you know, better late than never, I guess. (laughs) Emma Corinne is an actor who is non-binary and has recently been getting a lot of traction because of their performance on The Crown as good old Princess Di, this newest season, but also gaining traction from being in My Policeman. You know, the Harry Styles movie that was not Don't Worry Darling. (laughs) That's over on Amazon Prime. Emma Corrin's performances are absolutely phenomenal. So if you have not seen them perform, you might just have to take my word for it. But I simply adore the work that they've done. And recently in interviews, it's been brought up more and more, the possibility of them getting nominated for their work. And yet the bigger conversation being had when that gets brought up is how would that work i guess so yeah there's just plenty of discussions happening right now because of that of the issues within the misogynistic setting of the performance industry that we currently have and if we will witness award shows possibly mix up their traditions here or if they will uphold tradition and risk possibly misgendering or isolating actors in the process who do not identify within the binary spectrum of gender. It's a large, complex topic overall in terms of, you know, how binary and cisgender the performance industry can function. But in terms of the award shows, it is quite baffling to me when you start to think about why we've kept the categories segmented into best actor and best actress for so long when all the other categories aren't that way like director is just director costume designers just costume designer cinematographer you know what i'm saying it it's just 
actors, really. I mean, not always, but it, 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 it's uh, predominantly <laughs> so. Always been separate for actors. And yet, I, I don't quite get why. I mean, if you think about it, why is it? That's just always been the system in place. If you think back to the golden age of Hollywood, when a lot of these award shows really hit the ground running, they were built in a time where we often just separated the men and the women as we did all the time. Of course, you know, and it gave more room to get women into the door of the conversation within Hollywood. So at the time, arguably, it may have done more good than damage I don't necessarily agree with that, but some may argue that. (laughs) And we even developed an entire new word, actress, to separate for people who identify as women or um, were feminine presenting through all these years. And now we're just kind of left with these leftovers and we're trying to figure out why why are we still doing this i guess (laughs) it's so interesting to me that we've upheld this weird tradition especially when you realize that there's no point to even the term actress actor is it's it's actor i remember being in my performing arts classes and getting so fed up and frustrated when someone called me an actress because i mean first of all if you didn't hear already i'm gender fluid i i don't identify as as such in full but anytime i was called an actress it was always when my performances and my work was being talked down to but when i was talked to on the same level playing field or even being praised i was then all of a sudden an actor i I can't understand it. I mean, I I can, in the, the simplest way put it, it's just pure misogyny. But, it, you know, I, I think it's just so interesting to me that that is still very much a system in place. And so bringing that whole concept back into what's happening to Emma Corinne here, what will happen if they get nominated, you know, are they going to create a third category for, you know, people who identify outside of the binary? Because that in and of itself is incredibly isolating. And it's not like we have anybody to really nominate. I mean, we're very lucky to have Emma here, but there's not a huge pool of non-binary or gender non-conforming actors in Hollywood right now because there's a lot of limitation on the amount of opportunities for them to be working in the industry. So to say we could even nominate so many is uh, quite a quite a sight to behold, let's be honest. But if we were to keep the same systems in place here and, you know, only have best actor and best actress, if you put Emma, for instance, in neither of these categories, it's incredibly incorrect. What do we do? In my opinion, I think it's time we finally break down this weird gender, sex, whatever wall that we have and finally just like level the playing field. It's time to just, everyone's an actor, period, you know? And while the terminology is there of actress, I think that actress is just purely if someone chooses to identify as such, not necessarily what someone is based off of the way we have decided as a society we view performance. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think it's such an interesting 
topic overall, and I am just very intrigued to see where we go from here. I'll let you stew on that, and while you're stewing, let's listen to Girlfriend by Hemlock Springs, our featured artist this week, so stay tuned to hear more about it. Thank you so, so much for listening to the She Sources podcast produced in collaboration with Wizard Radio Media. You can find us online at www.shesources.co and follow us on Instagram at shesources with an underscore at the end. I'm Autumn Hart, and I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.